Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating facts from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it, and and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Uh, Susan Tom from Kansas City, Missouri. Marsha from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy, just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer, Mr. Mark Gross. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows in the United States. 147 affiliates strong after the addition of Keokuk, Iowa. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Anyway, we're very happy to be on the air today, and we're going to be doing a little bit of an unusual show. But as usual, we do have operators standing by. If you have questions about health insurance or health-related issues, the number is 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224. You will not be put on the air, but we will get your information and get back to you after the broadcast. Or you can go to... The website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. All of our information is up there. Um, There are videos up there. There's all kinds of blogs up there, information on health insurance, what you can do, what you need to do, what you should do. If you're chronologically challenged, if you're an employer or any of those issues, we're happy to help you. You can send me an email from the website as well. I answer every one of them. It takes me a while sometimes, but I do get to all of them. Once again, the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Okay, today's show has absolutely nothing to do with health insurance or health care. Yes, this is one of those out-of-the-box shows. Joining me in studio is Kama Mosley, Personal Lines Risk Consultant from Lockton Companies. Hi, Kama. Hi, good morning. Great to have you here. Uh, by the way, I, I, when I was reading the bio, I didn't realize Lockton was the largest private brokerage in the country. I, I knew they were big. I didn't know they were that yes, big. Yes, actually yeah. in, the, in the world. And Nate Vanderham, Audit Partner for Grant Thornton. Uh, welcome, Nate. Thank you, Gary. Great to have you both here. They're here today because we're going to be talking about Sheffield Place. What is Sheffield Place? Well, here in Kansas City, Sheffield Place is a charity. I'm on that board of directors as well. And what we do is we bring homeless mothers and their children into our facilities and put them on a path to self-sustainability. That's what this charity is all about. So I thought it would be interesting to have two of our board members, our chairman of the board, which is Nate, um, and Kama, who's reasonably new to the board, as I am, uh, come in and talk about what we do, why we do this, and, um, and, and, and why, do we, why, why are we putting the time and effort into this? What's, what's it all about? So, Nate, let's start with kind of the mission mm-hmm. uh, of Sheffield Place. Let's just go there first, and then we'll kind of get into our own personal stories and how all this ties together. Yep, absolutely. What you hit on, one of, one of the key things in the mission, which is homeless mothers <clears throat> and their children. And, and helping that group, because that is the most disadvantageous group to possibly be if you're trying to get out of homelessness. You know, the challenges of trying to be, you know, a, a single parent on its own is difficult. The challenges of being homeless by itself is difficult. You combine those two things and you have a very difficult situation for someone to ever improve the, their own lives as well as the lives of their children. 
And that gets even more severe with the women that we deal with because we deal with the greatest risk of that group. The ones that come from you know, a background of domestic violence, of you know, being physically abused, sexually abused, having you know, various substance abuse problems, um, and generally you know, coming from very bad backgrounds themselves. Um, our program director, David Hanslick, loves to say that you know, one of the biggest mistakes these, these women have made in their lives is, is picking bad parents. You know, they they grew up. That's, that's an interesting. Yeah, it, David it does use that line quite a bit because they grew up in a really bad situation and they didn't learn how to deal with the daily stresses. They didn't learn how to deal with you know the typical things that you know you and I have been teaching our children since since they were you know one year old or you know still even younger than that. You know, trying to teach them how to function in society. You know, they didn't learn that stuff. A, a lot of them because they're coming from a background of homelessness. And then their children are going to be repeating the cycle of homelessness. So we're trying to break the cycle, get the mothers out of homelessness, teach them long-term sustainability to, to continue to be successful. But then also, very importantly, to break that cycle with the kids so the kids don't ever know homelessness as an adult. Yeah, and that that really, um, you know, it's kind of a two-prong approach. Kama, you know, you're, you're at Lockton. You're a consultant there. Um, you're a mother of two. Um, Nate, you know, Nate, Nate's, uh, you've got two children as well, Nate, yep. correct? Married. Yep. So we're, we're all busy. I'm sure you're extremely busy at Lockton. Um, what made you decide, and this is kind of one of the things I wanted to talk about today. I, I'm certainly, you know, we've got the Benefits Company, Benefits by Design, and then we've got our, our broadcasting company, HIA Radio Network and Marketing. So time, what made you decide you were going to take the time to do this? Well, I will say this was always a passion of mine from the time I was a young girl. It's just been something I've been very interested in. When I heard about what Sheffield does, it, it definitely perked my interest. So my first meeting, I was very impressed. They brought in a mother who shared her story. And I think what Im was impressed upon me the most was how these women are not just being given a chance. They're really given an opportunity to change their lives around. They're given an opportunity, as Nate said, to break this cycle. And I see it every time we come in. We have someone speak generally at the end of our board meetings. They share their story. And the progress that these women make is, is really amazing. And I remember hearing the first woman, woman who spoke and told her story. She had achieved um, a management position after being you know, homeless. And I thought, by George, if this woman can do this with what she's been given, I better go out there and light the world on fire myself. It was extremely um, motivating for me. And I am also a single mom. And I am very fortunate in that I have a family here and lots of support. So I can see how um, if I did not have them, <laughs> it, it would be extremely difficult. Um, so I have a lot of empathy there. So, Nate, you know, you, you, oftentimes you join us in the board meetings from mm -hmm. Houston, from other places. You know, you are like a one-arm paper hanger uh, in terms of being busy. So, again, you know, you, you've been the chairman now, what, three years, four years? This is my second year chairman. Second year chairman. You've been on the board two, two seven years, years yes. right? Yes. So that's, a, that's, that's quite a commitment. Why? Mm -hmm. And how do, you, how do you, you know, like Kama just made the decision, this is something she needed to do. Mm -hmm. and, and you're... Why did you do this? So, yeah, you, you make a good point. I'm, I'm traveling. I'm working all the time. And, and this was something that my wife and I talked about that, you know, we felt it was important to, you know, to have have something like this, you know, that we, that we were doing and didn't really know what at first and just kind of happened through a friend of a friend to get a, get accustomed to get acquainted to Sheffield Place. Um, but but for me, what it came down to was, you know, this this is and this is going to sound preachy, but this is an expression of my faith. You know, this is part of 
you know, what I believe in. The early Christian church taught us to you know, help widows and orphans. And when I look at the modern day version of widows and orphans, it looks a heck of a lot like homeless mothers and their children to me. And that's, in, in my, my view, something that's important. Now, to be clear, we're not a religious organization and every board member has their own reasons for why they choose to participate. You know, one of the other board members, it's a really good friend of mine, her, she grew up with a mother who, who had mental illness. And that's a very common problem for the women that we work with. So for her, it, it's, it's very personal that she's trying to, to work through, you know, it, it helping, you know, women who are in a challenging situation, much like what her mother was. So, you know, everyone has their own, their own reasons. For, for me, that, that, that's what it came down to. And my wife has been, has been hugely supportive. She's not on the board, but every time I'm at a board meeting, you know, unless I'm in Houston or, you know, Dallas or some other place, if I'm, if I'm at a board meeting, I'm not at home. I'm not helping with the kids. I'm not helping around the house. So it's, it, it's, a, it's a joint commitment for both of us. Yeah, you know, it, 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 again, you know, it, to listen to both of you, and, and I kind of revert back to, you know, I, I was introduced to Sheffield Place by a friend of mine mm-hmm. who gave me a couple of different options because I, I decided I wanted to do something. I do a lot of traveling, and I, see it, and I do a lot of traveling by vehicle. I drive my truck to a lot of the different places that we do business in. And I see these women on the highways. I see them in the truck stops. I see them all. And it's, it, it just, it, for me, it's an emotional experience just to see it. Um, and yes, you can stop and give them money. And yes, I've done that many times. But you have to ask yourself, are you really doing any good with that? Or is that really making any difference? Um, and the real answer to that is probably not. Okay. I mean, you know, it, 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 and you, you, so you, at some point you, you know, if, if this, if this is an issue and like you said, it's a passion. Okay. Kama, uh, th- this is a way that we're able to step in and do something about this. 139 families last year. Is that correct? That's Isn't right. that what we did yep. last year? 139 families, ladies and gentlemen, that we took off the streets at Sheffield Place last year. If you want to learn more about Sheffield Place, maybe you'd like to get involved. We've got some upcoming events. We're going to talk about those as we continue the show. But the website is sheffieldplace.org, sheffieldplace.org. Or if you want to call and just get some information, maybe go take a tour, look at our facility. The number is 816-483-9927, 816-483-9927. We come back from the break. We're going to talk a little more about what do we actually do? How do we get this to work? How, do, how does this organization, Sheffield Place, actually get these women so they are self-sustaining, as both Kama and Nate talked about? Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. There are videos up there on everything from self-funding to uh, Medicare for those of us that are chronologically challenged, as I said in the opening remarks. Um, There's a lot of information up there. Go to the website. If you have a question, send me an email. I am happy to answer it. If you want to call, if you want help, 
with something. Uh, number is 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. My producer today, Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up in this segment of this somewhat unusual show is we're going to continue this conversation about Sheffield Place. What is Sheffield Place? It is the only shelter, the only program in Kansas City that takes in mothers and children and mothers with addiction issues. So we're going to talk about all of that in this segment. We have an upcoming fundraiser. It's called Off the Wall. It's going to be on September 13th. Nate, why don't you tell folks a little bit about Off the Wall? Well, first, first we want to point out it's October 13th. I'm sorry. That's probably, probably, probably the September first right important. Here. Thank uh, you. You're right. It is. That's what happens to you this first thing in the morning. Okay, so October 13th, correct me? Yes. Thank you very much. Okay, so exactly. let's tell the folks a little bit about what we do with Off the Wall. It's a pretty cool event. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's going to be a municipal auditorium, uh, and it's it's an, an art auction. We have some live art being made during the event. There's also just a lot of donated art. It started about you know, eight, seven or eight years ago as something that was you know more of like, a, oh, let's see if people have extra art sitting around the house that they wouldn't mind donating. Maybe we can sell it. Um, and, and grew from something that was very, very small, you know, netted, you know, actually gross less than $10,000 in its initial year to now last year we made over $220,000. How many people did we have there last year? You guys? It was around 500. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was a great affair. It was a ton of fun. We had music. The food was good. Yep. Um, you know, the artwork was wonderful. I mean, we... We bought a couple of things and bid on a couple of things we didn't get, but but it was it, it was just a great evening. It was a lot of fun. Yep, it really was, and it gave a chance to to also you know let people have a good time, but then also educate them about Sheffield Place and what we do. You know, we had you know one of our clients came and spoke, um, which was was really a great thing for her. She she was very nervous beforehand. Um, she she felt a lot better afterwards after you know getting up in front of that many people. That's that's not something that you know a lot of homeless mothers no. have experienced. No, they, they, they're not of, doing a lot of public speaking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. they probably aren't. Right. Five hundred yeah. people that are enjoying their dinner and <clears throat> drinks, and you stand up and talk in front of them for a little while. It's, it'd be uncomfortable for most of us. Yeah. But yeah, so it's you know it's been a fantastic time. It's grown really well. Uh, and it's really just it's been kind of our, now our, our our key our key fundraiser for the, for the year. It's our, our single biggest event that we do. Uh, we do a lot of other events too, but that that that's the really preeminent one that uh, is coming up here shortly. So if you would like to, maybe you'd just like to come. Um, if you'd like to come and have a good time, uh, we're going to give you the phone number. Or if you'd like to get involved, maybe you maybe you're an artist out there, okay, and you'd like to get involved, or or uh, maybe you're interested in the organization, would like to see what we're all about. Um, the phone number is 816-483-9927. Uh, that's the number for Sheffield Place. The website is sheffieldplace.org, sheffieldplace.org. There's a lot of information up there on this particular event. If you'd like to attend, if you'd like to buy a table, whatever the case may be, um, do take a look at it. All right, so let's go back, Camel. Let's talk about this. We had 139 families last year. We are the only charity in this town um, that will take in mothers, children with addiction issues. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that because that really positions us differently. Than, there are a lot of charities do great work in this town, but we're the only ones that do this. So yes. let's talk a little bit about this. So really what that means is they can come in and test what they say, test dirty. They don't, they don't test clean. And most of the organizations or all of the organizations in town, you must be clean first. So Nate said a, a great comment when we were off the air. He said, it's like, Coming in clean before you have to go take a bath, yeah. right? It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. No. Um, what's beautiful and what, again, got me involved in Sheffield and so dedicated to it, even though, like you said, we're very busy, was the fact that they have all these services that they provide. So 
you can't you can't get better unless you have services that help you. And um, the other thing we were talked about is with regard to the kids. They have someone who um, is specially there for the kids to give them services. There's just again, there's not many places that are offering that either. No, there aren't. Nate, let's talk a little bit about the program. You know, they, they come in, yep. and, uh, as Camus said, they're dirty. Okay. And I, I remember asking David when I took the tour before I came on the board, and I think you were there for that mm-hmm. day. I was. You were. Yep. Yeah. And I said, what's the most difficult thing you have to do here? And he said, when I have to put somebody back out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So let's talk about that because this is not, uh, this is a very serious program. They have to commit. Um, we've had people that have committed and then walked out because they couldn't handle it uh, and then come back. Uh, I remember there, that, that was at one of the board meetings this year. We had a woman tell that story. So let's talk a little bit about what they have to do when they come in. We take them in. They bring their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they are dirty, as Kama said. So what happens then? Yeah, so so when they first get there, one of the and they're they're told this in the the application process and how they they get there, but but it really comes into play the first day. Say, so, okay, fantastic. Now you're here, you've got to be working or you've got to be in school or trying to get a job or trying to get in school. So you've got to be doing that. You've got to be going to group. Your ch- children have to be participating in the children's program. Um, we we don't offer daycare all all the time. They have to you know learn how to take care of the children. But there there is therapy lessons for the children, and the children need to be participating in those. Um, we, so we, we put out a program and you have to go do all of these things. It's not just a, Hey, here's, here's a roof over your head. We'll, we're going to help you out with applying for a couple things and, you know, try to get some more money for you or try to help you get your kids back. If you, if you've lost, lost custody of, of one or two of your children. No, it's, it's a program and you have to work the program. And very frequently, even after hearing all that going through the application process, we'll have women come in that day one or day two or week, week one will say, yeah, you know, that, that part doesn't work for me. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to do this. And no, no, no you're not going to work the program or yeah. you're not going to be here because this is how you're going to be successful. <coughs> and, and that's our goal. And if you're, you know, we're not just going to use up a space. We only have so many. So, you know, you're, you're going to have to be committed to this and you have to make a commitment and we'll make a commitment and that'll make you successful. And, and frequently, yeah, they will decide to, to essentially opt out and say, no, I'm just not going to follow these rules. What are you going to do about it? And, and it, it pains the staff like crazy. Uh-huh. You know, Ke- Kelly Welch, uh, our executive director, and I've talked about this a lot, that she hates the fact she said, you know, we're not in the business of making homeless families. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. She can't stand it when, when the staff have to show someone the door. But at the same time, I'm always reminding her that person's using a spot someone else could be using to get out of homelessness. If they're not committed to it, if they're not going to take it seriously and they're not going to you know, work just as hard as we are to get them actually harder than we are, to get, get them uh, into a better situation, then something needs to happen. And, and so that's, that, that's why we, we will help them and we will try to be you know, as understanding as we can through the process, but, but we have rules and they have to follow the program. So our success ratio is what? what what's the number, Cam? It's somewhere in 90%, I was going to say, it's, it? it's, it's high, mid to high 90s. I was just, is that right? Yeah, it's mid to high 90s. It, it's, it's difficult to, to get a, a great measure of because a lot of these women don't check in with us after they leave and tell us how everything's left. But but, yeah, for, but for, a lot of them do. A and lot we'll of talk, them do. We get back to the break about how we, that whole process of how yeah. we do it. But the point I wanted to make to the audience is, because a lot of people, when I say this, when I'm talking to people about getting involved or, or, or you know, donating funds or, 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 you know, whatever the case may be. When I say 90%, they're floored. Exactly. So and this this is very unusual that we are at 90%. It's because the program's effective and it works, just as Nate said, and they have to commit to it. We're going to come back from the break. We'll talk a little bit more about how we do this and how it works and how the program works overall. And, and, and what are the steps that get them to become self-sustaining? If you want to get involved, it's SheffieldPlace.org, SheffieldPlace.org, or... 
816-483-9927. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break with more here on America's Healthcare Advocate. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIE Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you have questions about health insurance, health-related issues, whatever the case may be, 877-385-2224. Operators are standing by. They will take your call, and I will get back to you after the broadcast, 877-385-2224. My producer, the always perfect Mr. Mark Groves. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. We're going to continue this unusual show today as we're talking about Sheffield Place, uh, a, a, a program, a shelter and a program uh, that, that takes in homeless women and their children and homeless women with addiction issues. And probably every woman we have in that shelter, Nate, Cam, uh, just about everyone we've had in there has either got an alcohol issue or a drug issue. Am I correct? Uh, most of them. Not Mo- quite not all. all not, they, they, they do also very frequently, at almost as high of a rate as substance abuse, they have mental health issues. Yes. So those two combine, you know, they're, they're very highly correlated with, with the, the women that we're trying to help. So, so you made a statement earlier, that, and, and I want to go back to this because uh, uh, I really want people to understand this, that this is not just shelter, not just food and shelter. This is a whole program that encompasses them and their children and, and gets them on a path. That, mm-hmm. that 90% plus success ratio we have, there's a reason for that, yep. okay? So let's just start with they come in, Kama, mm-hmm. and as, as Nate described, you know, they, they, they're, they're given an orientation. This is what they do. But then on day one, what's, what starts to happen then? <clears throat> well, um, I, I would presume that depending on uh, which direction they have to take, if some, some of the women do have to do a, a rehab, an outpatient type of right. A program, right, to mm-hmm. get clean. But um, there is that mandatory out, um, counseling sessions that they have to attend. I'm sure their children are assessed and figuring out what kind of counseling that they need. But they have to begin this program and start doing things like learning about how to get a job, learning about how to balance a checkbook. They have to pay. They have to pay rent based on the fact that they have a job. When Just they something get one. as simple as a checkbook. Yes. Yeah. Which most of them have probably never had. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's teaching the basics basics uh, of life and 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 giving them the tools to to navigate with once they leave Sheffield Place, and that that's really. You know, it's the whole program. But what, you know, what's interesting to me is, we, you know, we talk about jobs. You know, we we've got a lot of ladies that are that are housekeepers at Hampton Inn and a lot of other places. But that's where they start. But you know, talk a little bit about some of the success stories. I mean, I remember one one young lady, and and she was fairly young. I think she's like early twenties, who came to our board me- meeting and talked about her whole journey and what she was doing. And I was floored when I found out what she wanted to do and what she was in school. She was getting her commercial license so she could drive a forklift. And I about fell over. Yeah. Then I found out what forklift drivers get paid in warehouses. Well, there was a reason yeah. why. <laughs> You're looking at about 20 bucks an hour or more. Um, so, so it's just interesting. Let's talk a little bit about some of these, some of the women we've, you know, we've got, we've got a board member who was we do. Once, in our, once in our program. We, we do. And we actually have a standing board position for a former client. And the board member who's currently with us that's a former client, she's, she's a phenomenal story because she, she was at Sheffield Place 
20 roughly years ago or so. Uh, and her, her daughter talked about breaking the cycle of homelessness. I've, I've met her daughter. Her daughter actually volunteers a lot of times at our off the wall event and at some of our other events. Uh, her daughter's a great young woman. Um, in fact, last time I talked to her, she was working in human resources for Carnival Cruise Lines. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. She's she's yeah. got a career. She's actually you know her life is is together. And, and you know our, our former board member, her mom, you know is is married with another child and has been you know working as a dental hygienist for a long time. Ha- has a good career, a good family life. It, it's a great model of what what we hope to obtain uh, for all of these women with, with what she's been able to put together. It's it's not only gotten her into a position where she has a sustainable, you know, life outside of homelessness, but it's also helped both her daughter who's, you know, already out of the house and her younger daughter that's still in the house. You know, it, it's funny, Cam, I come to the board meetings and, and it's at the end of the day a lot of times and I'm tired and it's the last place on earth I feel like being, okay? And then we go through the meeting and typically we have a testimonial and I walk out of it and I go, you know what? This is the best thing I've done in a long time. That's right. <laughs> well, I mean, it, how do, you talked a little bit about what, what, how does it affect you when you're, you know, because this is work, okay, yeah. and it does take time. It does. But how does it affect you when you? Well, you really see the difference that you're making. And uh, the other day I walked down to the child care center, which, by the way, is so beautiful in the building that, that they've, they've made it just so beautiful. And those kids, you look at them, I, I'm telling you, they were the happiest, beautiful, most beautiful children I have seen in a long time. And it was amazing to think that they were out on the street. Um, so you are really, I, I am really touched deeply every time. I'm yeah, I think that's, I think that's the reward, Nate, mm-hmm. is when we, when, <laughs> when we see those kids, you know, if, if we're doing, whether we're doing the Christmas event or we're doing the Halloween event or, or, or what, or, or we're just having one of the mothers come and talk to us about, you know, coming into the program, uh, and, and talk about how we've had them. I, I remember one woman telling us that it saved her life. Yeah. Okay, because she was on the road to nowhere and she was heavily into drugs, you know, moving from. And, and the other thing that's interesting is like you talked about this earlier. It, it's so difficult for them to break this cycle. I remember one woman talking about she had a good job. She lost the job. She went to sleeping on couches in people's homes mm-hmm. and she couldn't take her. And she had her kids a couple of times, couldn't take her kids. There were other issues being in other people's homes and she and she couldn't get her job back and 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 then it spun completely out of control she started doing drugs and next thing you know she was complete and she had a home with a mortgage the whole nine yards regular life yep. but she but you know she hit a bad spot and and then it spiraled completely out of control yep and that's that's really the, one of the beautiful things about what what we do is it's it's trauma-based care and it's trying to help people learn how to deal and cope with you know, just the day-to-day stresses of life that they, that they didn't learn about when they were growing up or that they you know, need help with because it helps them get out of that vicious cycle that they get into where something bad happens and they don't respond to it well, so something else bad happens, they don't respond to that well. Dominoes start to it fall. It just keeps getting worse and worse until yeah. they wind up in the situation that she was in. Uh, and, and then ultimately that you know, obviously affects her children. It affects everyone who, who depends on her and relies upon her uh, and really just hurts the entire, you know, that entire generational effect and starts to you know, continue to, to make things worse and worse for everyone. You know, and it, it, so a little bit about how this all comes in play, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we, we have an old building on, it's 1920, was it 1927 or something? The YMCA was built? Yeah, something like that. So, was, something yeah, like 1920s. So that, that we've converted into, uh, you know, basically a, a, a dorm facility, mm-hmm. if you yep. will. They all have their own room, they have their own bathroom, and then they share a kitchen. The facilities are downstairs, as Kama said, for the kids. Mm-hmm. So the kids are getting counseling, they're getting daycare, the moms go to work, 
go to work, go to school, maybe do both, um, and, and get in a program. But one of the other cool things we're doing is we're buying houses all around the neighborhood uh, over at 12th and Bennington, um, and we're rehabbing those old houses, and these women are moving into those homes for an indefinite period of time and mm-hmm. however long they need to be there. Yep. They pay rent, but now they're living in a house. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about that program. Yeah, so that that was an idea that got started several years ago that, that Kelly Welch, our executive director, had the idea of you know, trying to expand services. How do we do it? Our, our physical facility is limited in space. So what can we do to help? You know, we expanded our aftercare program, but one of the the obvious things that we could do is there's there's a lot of rundown houses, a lot of, of housing that's dilapidated and not taken yes, care of. Yes, there is. In that neighborhood, there is. Yep. And so, it's the old Sheffield neighborhood. Yep. And so we we started started buying houses, and we've we've been doing. We got about ten now that we're actually operational that we have women living in, and we have a couple more that we're working on rehabbing right now. And so, yeah, we, we're you know, constantly trying to, to find new houses and, and, and to, you know, just, just get them so it's suitable to have a family in. We've got one duplex, which is great because we have, you know, ha- you know, half the maintenance for two families, basically. If, you know, we find more opportunities like that, you know, we're, we're wanting good structural houses that we can, you know, we can fix up, we can rehab. Um, and, and we do get some 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 grants and things from the city to help with that. And so it's, it's been a very successful program for us and, and done a great job to expand services. Because like you said, they can stay there indefinitely. In the, in the actual main facility, they're usually only in there about six months to complete the program. Uh, and, and so that that allows us to, to cycle more people through and then they can move out onto their own or they can move out into a Sheffield place. Second tier housing is what we like to call it. Uh, one of the, one of those homes, and that that allows us to just expand expand the amount of time that they can still still be a part of the of, of the Sheffield place. Well, they group. stay connected. They're able to go to yep. the mm-hmm. counseling sessions. They bring their kids over. Yep. They stay involved in the events that we do. So it, it gives them a support structure, so they're not just back out again yep. trying to figure it out. By the way, if you've got a you know a, a church group or a civic group or or at your your company, if you would like to volunteer to do work in some of these homes, we we're always looking for people who want to help us uh, paint, clean, carpentry, whatever the case may be. Um, you can do all of that by going to the website sheffieldplace.org, sheffieldplace.org, or you can call 816-483-9927, 816-483-9927. We'll be right back after the break with more here on America's Healthcare Advocate. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap it up. We'll talk a little bit more about this upcoming event and if you want to get involved in that. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HI radio network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HI Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you've got questions, send me an email. I'll be happy to answer it. My producer, Mr. Mark Groves, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. We're going to wrap it up in this segment. We're talking about Sheffield Place, uh, the charity that I'm involved in, Nate's involved in, Cam is involved in. We're all board members. Nate's actually the chairman of the board. 
um, it, it, why we do this, what difference does it make, and 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 you know what what causes us to want to take the time and the effort to make this to, to be involved in this group, and, and and what do we see in terms of results? That's what we're talking about. If you're at all interested in getting involved in helping out with these homeless mothers with their children that we put on a path to sustainability, and we've been describing it here to you on the air today, you can uh, get involved by going to sheffieldplace.org. That's the website, or call 816-483-9927. David uh, or Kelly will be happy to chat with you, 816-483-9927. Our event is October 13th. I got it right that time. See, <laughs> October 14th is the next event we're going to have. It's called Off the Wall. It is an art fundraiser, a lot of fun. It's a great time. Good food down at Municipal Auditorium. We had 500 people there last year. Isn't that amazing? Raised a lot of money, too. But we had a good time. Yes. It was, it was a great evening. Yeah. So if, if you want to get involved in that, uh, you want to come uh, or, or, or uh, you know, you, you want to buy a table, whatever the case may be, uh, once again, the website, sheffieldplace.org, or call 816-483-9927. So let's talk a little bit about this indefinite aftercare thing, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think, Kama, that's, that, that, that's a big piece of why this thing keeps working. I do. I do. And that's the thing, as Nate was saying, I mean, families stay in the actual facility for maybe up to six months. I think the average stay is about three and a half months. Um, they have this aftercare available to them indefinitely so they can get those continued services. If they need help, have questions, need support, it's there. It's never ending. That is the reason, I think, for the success. You know, I, that's really interesting. I knew we did it. I didn't know it was indefinite until you, we were off air there for a minute. You, you mentioned it. Um, that, that, because they are going to have challenges. Yes. You know, yes, you, you wipe the slate clean, you start over. Um, but, but there are, you know, life is full of lots of challenges. Um, you know, you don't get a letter in the mail that says tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and lose your job or you're going to have a medical issue or whatever the case may be. When it happens, it happens. Um, but, but having that support structure there so that if they do have a problem or they start to falter, they, you've got, they've got help to get back on track again. But and exactly in, in in my mind, I think of it more of when they have a problem, not if they have a problem. Yeah, no, because, well, actually, that's a better way of putting it. You know, yes, you you, yeah. you have two adult daughters, right? I mean, if something happens in their lives, they have a support structure. They yeah. have each other. They have their husbands. They have you. They have your wife. You know, I, I know if something bad happens, you know, with my family, I've got my in laws. I've got my family. <clears throat> you know, we we have a support structure that that all of us have set up to help us through our day-to-day challenges yeah. and problems that a lot of them don't have because a lot of Most times- Most of them. Yeah, the, the people that should be the support structure- <laughs> Are the problem. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, they're either the enablers, they're, they're, they're involved in, in the, with the same issues, or as you said earlier, um, one of the reasons these women find themselves in the cycle is because they grew up in a home where that's what went on. Yes. They were doing drugs, or there was domestic abuse, or there was mental illness, or there was all three combined- um, alcohol, the whole nine yards, um, and, and 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 once again trying to break that cycle. Uh, so it's interesting this that the uh, that the aftercare program is indefinite. It's very interesting. It works that way. So let's we've got three events that we do every year. Um, we've got the golf event. We've got off the wall. What am I missing? We got two events. We do. We don't do three. Events, yeah, we do two. We do two events every year. Yeah. But, but then we also do you know VIP facility tours. <clears throat> and we've got those coming up, and, and those those are great events. We we usually have done them at, at breakfast. We we also are starting to do some over over the lunch hour too. That is basically you just you know let us know that you're coming, so we know how many people to expect for breakfast. You you get to you know have some breakfast, have some lunch, whatever it is. 
and then get to tour the facility, get to, you know, hear from David, hear from Kelly, you know, you know, what is it that we do? Just a chance to learn more about it. Could be individuals, could be organizations. Um, and we'll also schedule those, you know, at any time, you know, even if we, we don't have one scheduled that, that's coming up. If someone has, you know, a, a group that wants to tour the facility, we, we can always set that up. Uh, and, and, you know, I've, I've led people around on them. Um, other people on the board have helped so have us I. as well. Yeah. It's, it's a great way to get to know the facility. And when you, when you physically see, you know, look, this is, this is the, like you described it as a dormitory. It's, it, it is kind of, kind of similar to that. They're, they're small rooms. They are private rooms. They have small private bathrooms and a, a mom and a couple of kids can, can fit it's into remarkable this. how many kids they get in those tiny rooms. <laughs> <It is. laughs> uh, you got three kids in here and a mom. Yep. Exactly. So yeah. So you 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 know you get a chance to to see it, that you know this this room this this is giving them the chance. This is giving them a chance to help improve their lives, help improve their kids' lives, and just understand how the facility really works. Yeah. It's it, it, if you want to get involved, if you want to do one of those VIP tours, once again, you can always call eight one six four eight three ninety nine twenty seven or the website sheffieldplace.org. You know, I remember the first time I did it, and I and I was trying to decide if this is something that I wanted to do, and I remember walking out of there after I did that tour with you mm-hmm. and and David. And I think one of the one of the residents came down and spoke to yep. me. I remember that. And I was like, great, that's all I needed to see. That was yeah. it. I was done. I'm in. <laughs> you know. So if if they've got a civic group or their company or something they want to get involved, what are, what are the kinds of things they get to do? Well, for instance, we had a group with uh, Grant Thornton a couple of years ago that we came in and worked on the back area. We've got a garden area. We did a lot of uh, you know work to, to help kind of get that cleaned up, get it ready, ready so that the mothers can start using it for a garden. Uh, we also that same time uh, painted the basement, uh, the Project Hope, the children's area, got that all painted. We also had a locked-in group that came over. Uh, it was about a year ago that helped us with rehabbing one of the houses, um, and just and we do have people come in and help rehabbing those houses. Yes, they clean them, paint yep. them, do work in them, so that that helps us control the cost mm-hmm. and and keep that program running. So you've brought people to the facility. You've brought some I folks have, on board. I have. And uh, what what have you seen when you do that? I, I think they're very <clears> impressed, <throat> and I think that they absolutely um, feel strongly about the organization when they leave. And I've had them absolutely donate after after they're there so that works really well yeah it's kind of amazing how when they see it touch it and feel it yeah. they, uh, it, it, it has a tendency to get people want to get involved thank you both for doing this today i know you're both very busy i appreciate you taking the time uh, the, the organization is sheffield place the phone number is 816-483-9927 816-483-9927 the website sheffieldplace.org if you want to get involved if you if you want to come to off the wall um we certainly love to have you uh, you can do that call and we We'd be happy to get you a table and get you an invite to come. If you just want to come and do a VIP, VIP tour, we're also happy to make that happen. So once again, SheffieldPlace.org is the website, ladies and gentlemen. And now I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together as fools. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Goodbye, America. Yeah.